0: This evening we're focusing yet again on the Holy Land of Palestine and uh, as I've heard the information that came through from the media, at least 67 Palestinians have been murdered by Israeli gunfire since October the 1st, a month-long wave of protests and violence. And it's showing those signs of abating. To tell us more, we have our respected and beloved Molina and Hendricks with us, the director of the Al Quds Foundation, to tell us more this evening. Molenaas, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi taala wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum salam warahmatullahi taala wabarakatuh. wa am the
1: Molenaas, and to all the uh, listeners
0: of Radio Voice of the Kurds this evening. Molona, as we have mentioned in the intro, uh, 67 of the Palestinians murdered already since the 1st of October. Do we see any signs of this abating?
1: Molona and listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, uh, we uh, continue to witness the intensification of uh, Zionist occupation and the Palestinian people uh, in fact over the last 60 years have made huge uh, sacrifices for the struggle of the freedom and the liberation of the Palestinian people and not that we uh, want to compare any of the figures today with yesterday because one more Palestinian uh, to die uh, brutally at the hands of Zionist occupation is one more, mm. and it is one uh, too uh, too painful and too emotional. Uh, but the Palestinian people, in their resilience, in their steadfastness, and uh, in spite of the fact that in the backyard of uh, the uh, Palestinian uh, community, the backyard of uh, Israel, they continue to uh, brutally exercise uh, their occupation on the Palestinian people. And very sadly, we are going to see more uh, sacrifices uh, made by the Palestinian people. And uh, we are uh, clear in our understanding that uh, in that price that the Palestinian people are paying on behalf of the International Ummah will bring the liberation uh, and the freedom of the Palestinian people, insha'Allah, wa ta'ala. Uh, Malala, I thought that uh, for tonight's uh, program, I want to touch on a specific uh, dimension and uh, place on record That this uh, program on a Tuesday evening has been enjoying a top priority by Radio Voice of the Cape. And over the years, I think we have made uh, some wonderful uh, contributions and highlighted the plight of the Palestinian people. Mm. Allow me tonight uh, to particularly uh, appeal to the ulama of uh, our community, not only in the Western Cape, but nationally as well as my appeal to the Islamic uh, institutions, particularly uh, the institutions at the tertiary level, and then, of course, uh, not uh, undermining the importance of the matter as far as our Madaris is concerned and uh, our masajid, and that is the intensification of the study of the Al-Quds studies, that which we call al Al al-Maqdisiyya, the sacred studies of Al-Quds. In my assessment, I believe that uh, maybe some of us would want to be critical and say that this may be a long process, uh, but however long the process may be, any community acts much better if a community is educated. Yes. And here I think, uh, Maulana Aslam, you will agree with me, the importance of this study has not seen any uh, priority in our institutions and particularly in our Islamic institutions. Mm. In fact, up till today we have graduates who come from Islamic institutions at tertiary level, uh, Islamic universities, and the understanding of the Jirasat al maqdisiya is completely absent from the curriculum of these institutions. And before we go to the detail of why the motivation for the prioritizing the Al-Quds studies, I want to say that uh, in South Africa, I think we have done exceptionally very well And we can speak best of our own community, and that is uh, we have successfully built a very strong awareness uh, program uh, in South Africa and particularly here in the Western Cape. So it's not the question of the awareness of the community. I think the awareness has been solidified in our community. Uh, by testimony of many prominent Palestinian leaders who come here, who admire the commitment of the South African community and particularly the assessment of the Muslim community, uh, particularly when they admire us uh, for the type of uh, priority we have given to the awareness uh, phase of the Palestinian uh struggle for freedom and uh, liberation. We have uh, very noble initiatives that have been uh, taken in our community, such as one of the strongest uh, initiatives that have been taken and built over the years is, of course, whenever the call is made to our community to come out in the great numbers for public demonstrations, this community has never failed
0: the call of the Palestinian people, Alhamdulillah, Rabbin Alameen. we just need to go for a break, if Mulder will allow us, and then we'll continue after the break, inshallah. Welcome once again. This is Talking Point on the Voice of the Cape. Our guest this evening, our respected and beloved Molina Hassan Hendricks, the director of the Al Quds Foundation, and uh, giving us our Tuesday. And uh, this has become our feature, very prominent on our Tuesday evening, where we focus on Palestine. We will allow Molina to continue uh, once again, inshallah. Molina, Asalaamu Alaikum. Shukran for holding on Molina.
1: The community, alhamdulillah, has built a very successful commitment and a very generous commitment financially to the Palestinian uh, call for support. And I think that uh, we will never be uh, uh, satisfied that we have done enough. But I think that the generosity of the South African community and particularly the Muslim community speaks uh, for itself. Very generously, the community has established uh, institutions or charitable organizations uh, dedicated to the needs of the Palestinian people. Whenever the call is made, and our people are ready to sacrifice, and uh, they are ready to share the ten rent and uh, five rent for South Africa and five rent for Palestine. Mm. Uh, our uh, South African community, over the years, and particularly the last few years, have been very instrumental in convoys leaving South Africa to the besieged area of the Gaza. Uh, the Africa 18 convoy is uh, one such a successful convoy. Miles for smiles. Many of the charitable uh, establishments, such as Al Indad, such as Waqf al Waqifin the South African uh, National Zakafan, Muslim Hands, the Al-Quds Foundation, and everybody, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So in that particular regard, I think that the Muslim community has done extremely very well. The national coalition that has been established for activists in South Africa, such, the, uh, such as the NC4P, is a great successful story. The uh, commitment of the community embracing the principles of the BDS campaign is a very successful initiative in South Africa. Uh, The exchange uh, visits between South African groups to the occupied territories and, of course, many of the Palestinian delegations who came uh, here to South Africa, uh, including the most recent uh, senior delegation of Hamas who came to South Africa. Uh, in fact, uh, many of the initiatives taken by some of our prominent leaders here in the Muslim community were turning off uh, some of our messages with the struggle of the Palestinian people, such as the brilliant initiative taken by Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels in uh, Mitchell's Plain when he prioritized uh, renaming Masjid al-Rabi as Masjid al-Rabi, the Tahrir al-Masjid al-Aqsa al-Mubarak, is indeed of the great uh, positive uh, initiatives that keeps the resilience of the people at a very high spirit here in Cape Town and in South Africa. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, we are going into the 12th year of a very significant program of SIAM Tahrir Palestine. Fasting until Palestine will be liberated, alhamdulillah. Many of our people raised the Palestinian flag. Many people have hoisted the Palestinian flag on top of their homes, on top of their masajid. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alamin. The radio, such as Radio Voice of the Cape and many of our community radio stations, have prioritized the Palestinian uh, uh, matter uh, for the support and the solidarity of the Palestinian people. So overall, Malala, Mm Aslam and listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, I think that we have done exceptionally very well as far as the awareness of Palestine. Mm. But of course, we need to move beyond the awareness. And therefore, my appeal to light is particularly the educational aspect. And here we need uh, the experts in our community, the educationists, And we need the institutions to embrace this particular initiative. Quite a number of years ago, and particularly under the directorship of the Al-Quds Foundation internationally, it has been prioritized that which is called Al-Jirasat Al-Maqdisiyah, or they use another term, it is called Al-Ma'arif Al-Maqdisiyah, the knowledge and the study of Al-Quds. And, here, yeah, amazingly, Mawlana Asman, uh, listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, to my colleagues, the, uh, the, the ulama and the imams and the teachers in the various institutions, even though some of the institutions uh, did accept uh, some of our approach, uh, particularly as the Al-Quds Foundation, we wanted to give them uh, a taste of the dirafat al-Maqdisiya. We wanted to create the attaqai, for this study and you are familiar with Mm. our students who go and register and take admission in the Darul Ulooms in South Africa, Mm. uh, the Ipsas of South Africa, the universities in South Africa, but my particular focus here tonight is on the Darul Ulooms, the Islamic institutions, the like of Ipsa, etc, etc, etc. The Darul Naims and my appeal goes to them uh, this evening, to now seriously embrace the Jarasat al maqdisiya the Al-Quds studies in their curriculum. Hmm. The reason for this is we do not only want to have one voice for the authority of the Jarasat al maqdisiya but that we need to prepare a generation of scholars who are very well tuned in this study. And amazingly, uh, Mawlana Islam. Uh, over the years, uh, I would, at least the last 10-15 years, I have dedicated some of my own time to this particular study. I must place on the record that we will be amazed that when we begin to study the Daraatat al we will be shocked to know how much of research, how much of classical works has been written on Al-Quds or that which we call Al-Dirasat Al-Maqdis A classical example is most of the Imams and most of the activists when we talk of the conquest of uh, Bayt Al-Maqdis everybody takes the conquest of Bayt Al-Maqdis uh, as to be the point of reference, everybody makes a reference to Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And the truth is here yes, that Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu in the 15th year of the Hijrah, approximately four years after the demise of the Nabi Ali salatu was salam, deconquer al Maqdis, that which is called Fathu al Maqdis. And there is extraordinary details attached to the conquest of Bayt al-Maqdis, the al-Uhdat al-Umariyya, the agreement that Sayyidina Umar made with the people of Ilia, the political stability, the social stability, the peaceful coexistence between the people of Ilia, of Bayt maqdis during the time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala alu, the extension of al-Masjid al-Aqsa, al-Mubarak, and the preservation of the Islamic identity in Bait al-Maqdis, the declaration of the waqf of the land of Palestine. These are detailed studies. My point of illustration tonight is that we should keep in mind that the point of reference or the starting point of reference is not the actual conquest by Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu ta'ala alo. But here I want to just indicate, as far as the appetite for the study, that there is no other way where we can start except that we must begin to be prophetic the prophetic, uh, the strategic vision of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu so, so. alayhi wa alihi wa sallam that led finally to the conquest of Baitul Maqdis. And even though the conquest of Bait maqdis did not take place in the lifetime of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, it took place approximately four years after the demise of the Nabi alayhi salatu but the consistency of the vision of the strategic planning of the Nabi alayhi salatu that finally led to the conquest of Bait maqdis is a very wonderful fascinating study.
0: Yes, Molena. Afwanola. We're going to have to break very, uh, very shortly. Uh, We're going to allow and ask Molena to conclude, inshallah, over the next uh, few minutes. Welcome once again to our program. Uh, and Maulana uh, Ishan Hendrix, our respected and beloved guest, uh, speaking to us this evening. And as per usual, very prominent feature on our Tuesday calendar that is telling us more about what's taking place in Palestine. Unfortunately, we only have a few moments left, about, uh, say, approximately six minutes left or so for uh, Molana just to conclude, inshallah.
1: Yes, in the uh, six minutes that we have left, I wish to remind and say if your honorable self will continue to conduct this program with me next week, then there must be a continuity, Mm. and not that we are just going to deal with the Palestinian issue at a random. We are Mm. dealing with a specific dimension here tonight, and this is how we can influence the curriculum of Madaris, tertiary institutions, Islamic institutions, as far as the study of Al-Quds is concerned. And I want to place on the record that under the directorship of the Al-Quds Foundation we have developed this uh, curriculum. We have done a very good uh, test program already uh, a year ago in Ipska, the Islamic uh, Peace uh, College of South Africa, under the uh, directorship and the principal Sheikh Iqbal uh, Talib And in fact, our proposal has been that uh, IPSA and itself should consider to open a special chair for this particular study, where in the future uh, it can be part of the bachelor's program of these institutions. It can be part of uh, uh, postgraduate studies in the future, inshallah. But similarly, uh, my appeal to the imams in the masajid, we have a very good uh, a tradition here in cape town that our imams they educate our community in in the masail of nikah in talaq in inheritance hajj classes bacha classes as we call it traditionally and i think it is time that the imams also embrace the dirasat al-muqdisiyya they are Mosuat, There they are encyclopedias written on al-quds there are so many details the Prophetic vision and strategy. For example, Islam, mm-hmm. if one asks a student of the study of the seerah of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, can you find uh, the direct connection between uh, Ghazwat al-Tabuk, the expedition of Tabuk, and the conquest of Baytul maqdis Is there any connection between the two? inevitably we will find that there is a straight line between the uh, expedition of Tabuk and the conquest of Bayt al-Maqdis. But, of course, one cannot do this in a radio program. One will do this much better in a classroom. Hmm. Uh, For quite some time on the radio, Voice of the Cape, and I'm just giving examples to further create the appetite We have spent uh, evenings explaining to our people the correct definition of al-Masjid al-Aqsa. Some people say the Dome of the Rock is not uh, al-Masjid al-Aqsa. Some say it is not part of al-Masjid al-Aqsa. Some say don't show us the Dome of the Rock because that is not al-Masjid al-Aqsa. Wrong. In fact, on various programs, I have reminded the correct definition of al-Masjid al-Aqsa the entire compound, the wall area. Each of these areas require detailed study. And therefore, it is important for the institution to begin to seriously think how to embrace the curriculum of the Derasatul Muqdisiyah. Uh, traditionally, of course, our imams over the years, and over the last 300 years, I think the imams in Cape Town have done a brilliant job, our predecessors, explaining the Isra and the Mi'raj, But there are many more details and study to the Isra and the Mi'raj. The Isra and the Mi'raj took place approximately one, one and a half years before the hijrah of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam from Makkah al mukarramah to Medina al munawwarah from that particular moment subsequently every event in every year after the hijrah to sanat al-aula ba'da hijrat al-Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam sanat al-saniya ba'da hijrat nabi alayhi the first year of the hijra, the second year, the third year, the fourth year, the fifth year leading up to the demise of the Nabi alayhi salatu up to the point of the bi'atha of Usama bin Zayt radiyallahu ta'ala anhu directly connected uh, to the uh, conquest of Baytul Maqdis. And mm. therefore, in conclusion, Imam Allah, it is an interesting study. Of course, then you have areas which equally need to be prioritized. But at first, we have to start with a prophetic vision. Then, of course, what happened in the time of the Sahaba, Ridwanullah Ta'ala, Alim all the various scholars in the time of the Sahaba touch and the travel to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, the study of the Ahadith and the Ruat of the Hadith are connected to the question of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and Bayt Al-Maqdis, the Mustalahat, the prophetic terminologies used by the Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam. Then of course people have an interest in the study of Salahuddin Ayyubi, but the chapter did not start with Salahuddin Ayubi. It started with his great teachers, such as Imad al-Din Zinki, such as Nuruddin al-Shaheed, then Salahuddin Ayyubi as the continuity during the time of the Salibiyin. In fact, in conclusion, Dr. Sa'ud Abu Mahfouz has written the kitab, Manhaj Salahuddin, the method of Salahuddin, Fi Tahriri Bayt al-Maqdis, towards the liberation of Bayt al-Maqdis, Wa the al of al-Aqsa, and how to rescue al-masjid al-aqsa and the al today how much is the ummah today in need of the method and the methodology that was followed by salahuddin ayubi towards the liberation of al-quds and of course the rescue and deliberation of al Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak. Mm. I hope that next week, Malana Aslam, we can continue with the same discourse so mm. that I can give a little bit more insight into uh, the deep ocean of study around al-Dirasat al-Maqdisiyya that will inevitably enable more leaders, more scholars, more researchers mm. to talk on authority on the subject matter of Palestine and not that just Palestine is not just sloganization it's not just about raising the flag, it is not just about uh, the occasional pain and emotion, but we will be able to build a much better program for the Palestinian commitment, way beyond the awareness, if people are more educated like any other subject matter that requires Research
0: and education. Shukran very much Molina for um, bringing us up to date with what's taking place in Palestine and then also to extend Molina's invitation to the post-matric and also the tertiary level of studies into these sacred studies and perhaps extend it to those with not such uh, Cognitive maturity as post matric level, but to primary school and high school, Islamic schools, to develop some Absolutely. syllabus for them as well, inshallah. Ta'ala, and uh, starting making their tarbiya already with these teachings, inshallah. Allah jazakumlah, um, may Allah reward you, grant you strength and health, inshallah. You can continue with the tremendous and uh, work that Northern I is doing. Shukran so much.